The day is finally here. We have to discuss Sea Shanty TikTok. Bridgerton is getting a second season, and we're talking with Tanya Chen about the hit song Driver's License. It's January 21st, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Zach Safford. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. Zach, I have some important news that you're not going to care about. I love important news that I don't care about. Claire and Dale (laughs) broke up. Can you imagine that a relationship that was formed on a reality TV show didn't last? Casey, I truly do not know who Claire and Dale are (laughs) at all. I can't even like fake it. I don't know who you're talking about. Are these chipmunks? (laughs) Because the chipmunks, aren't they called Claire and Dale? The chipmunks. I think Dale is one of them. <laughs> I hope that Claire see, is a girlfriend on them. No, that's what I, this I is know. from this is from the most recent season. It's um, it's the first pandemic season. It was Claire and Dale. She chose him. She left the show early because she was so sure about him. The Bachelor. <laughs> the Bachelor. I'm sorry, that's I didn't say the Bachelor. Is. Okay. Oh my God. I was like, who are these people? Why do I care? Okay. So reality show love has not persisted. No. Wonderful. That's great. Why did they break up? Um, You know, probably because they weren't meant for each other and they got engaged after three weeks. That's just my uneducated guess. <laughs> okay. Well, I-, I hope they find love post pandemic now, whenever that is. Okay. So this is something that I know you will care about. Uh, to start everything off, there's some very good news for all of us. Bridgerton season two has been confirmed. Oh, look at that. <laughs> So Netflix disclosed that the period drama, which debuted on December 25th, was on course to be watched by 63 million households across its first 28 days, making it the streamer's fifth biggest original series launch. For those who aren't up to speed yet, the series follows the well-to-do Bridgerton family as they look for love and happiness in high society London. I'm so happy for them. I'm happy for Shonda Rhimes. This was her first show out of the gate. And she knocked it out of the park like she always does. But, Casey, do we know what the plot is for this one? Because I'm hearing that it's about the brother. Or they're going to focus more on the brother. Oh, that's cool. I mean, I have not read any of the books. But I'm sure it's going to focus on book two, is my guess. But I also think it's hilarious that if there was any shock and awe that this would be renewed. I mean, this is a book series. Like, uh, duh. Oh, yeah. They, and they have so much content to work with. Like Shonda's like, oh, girl, the plot, the narrative, everything's been worked out for me. We just have to adapt now. Like, it's wonderful. All right. So the time has come. We must talk about the one and only Sea Shanty TikTok. Casey, have you heard of any of the songs from Sea Shanty TikTok? Yes, I live on Sea Shanty TikTok. I send Sea Shanty TikToks to my mom, to people I know who love Scotland. You know, I do have a fair amount of people, I guess, who I know love Scotland. Um, Whatever. Anyways, I love it. It makes me feel like I'm in a pub, which I have not been in one in a very long time. So it makes me feel warm and comfy. Okay, well, I have the exact opposite experience of this. I feel like today is everything that Casey loves that I don't know exists. So I did not know Sea Shanty TikTok even existed. But I have a, uh, I have some music here from Nathan Evans to to let us all know what it means now. <laughs> Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take her leave and go. She had not been two weeks from shore when down on her a right whale bore. The captain called all hands and swore he'd take that whale and tow. Okay, maybe I'm also just really into it because of uh, I watched Pirates of the Caribbean recently. <laughs> Casey, what is your content consumption? <laughs> it is chaos. It is Pirates of the Caribbean, Bachelor. What is going on? <laughs> I have depth. <laughs> 
You have depth, okay? <laughs> oh, God. God, Zach. Oh, God. Well, you know, we heard that one, but there are also some modern takes on this from uh, a Ginny Lee, so let's listen to that one. The year, my friends, is 2021. We're nine months into a COVID run. My hair is bad and I drink too much and I miss all my friends. How do we work from home when our school-age kids can't learn alone? When will the cases drop? Let's roll out that All right, so listeners, you cannot see Casey like I can right now, but she is fully joyful, like joy that you could never have in a Trump administration, like only a Biden-era joy she has right now off of the sea shanty song. I'm sorry. This is who I am. This is who I it's am. It's fine. Leave I it. went one time, I went on an 18-day trip with my mom, we can unpack that later, to Ireland and Scotland. And out of the 18 days, I think we were in a pub listening to live music 15 nights of those. That This is my jam. I love this music. Um, but I also think that that 2021 rendition just broke me. I think it's broken everyone that this is where we are making up sea shanties. Oh, that's that's the moment of the pandemic we are in. Sea shanties. <laughs> okay, so Zach, in the ambitious crossover we needed today for our interview topic, we're going to play you this lovely tune from The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. I got my driver's license like we always talked about Cause you were so excited for me to drive up to your house I know we weren't perfect, never felt this way for no one can't imagine how you are okay now that I'm gone. Guess you didn't mean what you wrote in the song about me. Cause you said forever now drive alone past your street. Cause you said forever now drive alone past your street. <laughs> First of all, now you guys can't see Zach. I think I've broken him today with the content that's happening. <laughs> My brain literally is fried right now. I'm just like, what is I can't, happening? I can't believe this crossover is happening. But basically, that is a driver's license sea shanty, and it combines two of the biggest things on the internet right now, which means it's time to talk about the original song, Driver's License. It's by 17-year-old Disney Channel star Olivia Rodrigo, and people are obsessed with it. And not only has it broken all kinds of streaming records, but it has quite the juicy backstory. It's full of romance and heartbreak and very attractive young people. So today we are talking with BuzzFeed News reporter Tanya Chin about the song's appeal, not just to angsty teens, but to also us grown-ass adults too. She wrote the piece Driver's License Made History on Spotify by Just Letting Teens Feel Things. Hi, Tanya. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. All right, so this song is a phenomenon. It's being compared to the rapid success of Lil Nas X's Old Town Road, which is obviously a very different song, but it proves this is very much a big deal. So before we get into the drama of the backstory, I want to know, when did you first become aware that Driver's License was happening? I think pretty organically. I, like a lot of people, spend a lot of time on TikTok, um, and, and it seemed like 
my algorithm, and it wasn't just mine, it was everyone's algorithm suddenly was flooded with this. Um, some of my favorite podcasts started talking about it. Um, I saw article links, so I started clicking in, and then I was kind of led into it. We'll, t- we'll talk about the drama behind it, but I was kind of led into it by all of the rumors surrounding it, which I thought gave it a really fun and hilarious like second layer to it all. It just seemed like seemingly overnight that it just cropped up on TikTok and on the social internet. Yeah, you know, TikTok is a platform that's not just about listening to music, but people do directly engage with it. So talk to us a bit about how people are working with the song on the platform itself. Right. So the song works really well on TikTok because music and memes and I guess just like viral nature is like very symbiotic right now where like Olivia Rodrigo, who's the artist, of course, she is Gen Z. So she is extremely active on it. Um, And so she promoted her song and it kind of is like the effect of like her promotion of it and her spending so much time on it got other people to fall in love with it and created more hype and awareness. Um, And the more other people posted about it, it just, I think that that effect kind of grew the song pretty organically on the platform at first. And then when charts were starting to pick it up, I think that's when the business, the the music industry, and of course the music industry works in tandem with TikTok and how it's promoted, but that's when they really re- like um, kind of nailed down the marketing of it all. Yeah. And like you said, you know, the backstory is juicy. It's a part of this whole thing, why it's trending on TikTok, why people are interacting with it. So there is some Disney teen heartbreak going on with it. It's not particularly unique teen drama, but it's there. What is happening? So the word on the street, and this is just from uh, <laughs> we love teenage- the streets. The streets talk. <laughs> the word on the teen streets. Well, it's it's extra cringy for people like me because these are words from like young teenagers about just like very young, uh, young love, which is endearing, but I got caught up in it. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) so but according to some sleuths who've been following this, uh, so Olivia Rodrigo is a Disney actor. She's now a musician, but she probably was most famous for starring alongside an actor named Joshua Bassett in the high school musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> and um, they were rumored to be dating for a while. I don't know if that was ever confirmed, but now Josh is dating a singer named Sabrina Carpenter and she's blonde. And that detail is important because in the song Driver's License, apparently Olivia had changed one of the lyrics in the lyrics, she refers to like the other woman that her partner ex-partner is starting to see as like a someone who's blonde, you know, I think fans put two and two together and thought that she was talking about Sabrina Carpenter. Now the three of them are all like enmeshed in it and are just like going full speed ahead with it and have all their other songs um, and responses and no one's quite confirmed anything, but I think it works to everyone's kind of careers at this point. (laughs) No, it definitely does. And it is fun just to be completely invested in this drama that I knew nothing about like five days prior to like hearing about it. But, you know, now it seems like we may be getting another chapter to this story with Sabrina Carpenter set to possibly release her own response. She released a six second snippet of a response song on Twitter that's supposed to drop tonight. Maybe we could have been friends. 
And I love how high school this is getting. Do you? <laughs> I mean, I wrote a whole article about how I love how <laughs> high school like, is getting. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm invested. <laughs> but it feels, I, I, you know, I, I'm very new to this drama. I did not know who this woman was, this young woman was until a few days ago. But I did notice that Taylor Swift is very active on her Instagram, which only feels like it's upping the ante of high schoolness here, which I actually respect Olivia more than Taylor Swift in some ways because she's like kind of naming names in ways Taylor did not because Taylor also wasn't like around other famous teens when she was doing the same thing at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) But it also, you know, it's making me feel very youthful because this is similar to like what we had back in the day of like the Hillary Duff, Lindsay Lohan, Aaron Carter love triangle or like Miley, Selena, Nick Jonas, you know, it's like there's going to be another iteration and we have found it. But can you imagine being able to process that with like millions of other teenagers across the country at the same time? (laughs) And that's why this song is so huge. Absolutely wild. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've covered the teen drama, but not why we, full adults, are so invested (laughs) in this backstory of this gorgeously angsty song. We'll take a quick break and be back with that part of the conversation. Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Our vast network has the NFL's best talent bringing you right into the action each week. There's always room to add more football into your podcast rotation, and our vast group of shows will surely keep you up to date with everything you need to know surrounding the National Football League. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Gangster Chronicles podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities. We just discuss the ramifications and repercussions of these activities. Because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. Our heart radio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangsta Chronicles podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. We're talking with Tanya Chen about the song Driver's License. So I'm going to go on record and say it. I like this song. It is a good song, but it also really hits you in the feels. It puts you back in that desperately emotional teenage frame of mind. Like... I found my favorite TikTok was this one where it's this, it's this 30 year old woman 
in a bathtub with wine listening to the song and she's going, why am I 30 years old and fully invested in this? That's my question. Why is this getting to us? So the hypothesis of the essay that I wrote or like the pseudo article I wrote about it, about it is that I think teen angst and like the first heartbreak that we all experience usually around the age that Olivia is, um, is something that like kind of lives with us um, into adulthood. Like obviously we mature out of it. We process it. We have different kinds of relationships after, but it's such a formative feeling. Um, and when you're a teenager, if you're you know privileged enough where like, you don't have to worry about like shelter or like basic survival, like drama and love is like your entire world. And there's something strangely comforting about that feeling. I think as an adult, as we're nostalgic about it and reflect back on it, it reminds us of like this cocoon that we were in. And I also think, you know, what I wrote about is for teenagers today, they're growing up in such a tumultuous world environmentally and politically that it does give them um, a space uh, to just wallow in that mm. kind of like, yeah. that like self-centered kind of, but very real, you know, emotions um, and world that they live in. And yeah, I think for, for us adults, I, I know with like, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift and we already did, but with her two albums that she put out during the pandemic, I don't know about you guys, but for me, it also kind of transported me back to that place mm, yeah. of like very simple young love, but like having a crush that was also very just like inside, like you were just stuck inside and you had nowhere to go. <laughs> Yeah, I love this quote of yours. You wrote, hell, I, an adult who's almost 30, have trouble wrestling with the absurdity of our democracy, and driver's license gives me solace. I'm instantly transported back to being in high school, having crushes, dreaming about my future and writing and arguing about curfews. You know, it, it's a nostalgic song. And is that what's drawing us to it? I think so. I mean... There's three adults right here in this conversation <laughs> and we're dedicating a lot of our energy and space to this. Um, I think obviously to understanding how big it's become, it's like broken so many charts and streaming records. Um, so obviously that is like our entry into, into the intrigue. But I think I, I mean, among my other adult friends, we've talked about how it's also has like the strange effect on us too. And that, that adolescent feeling is something that like, as I get older, I protect more and more because it's, it, it is comforting. Yeah. But not to be hyperbolic or to minimize what we actually are going through in the midst of a global pandemic. But, you know, a lot of us are stuck at home in our feelings, reminiscing about old loves. We are on curfews in L.A. We do have a curfew. So do you think like the song would have blown up as much outside of the, the pandemic or do we just feel like we're very primed for something to be this nostalgic right now? That's a really good question. I think the song is good. I don't know if it's an exceptional song. I think it's like a song that like would have had airplay and like someone would have written and, you know, it done well. But I think it definitely, it just struck at the right moment right now. Um, in some ways, like at the start of the pandemic, I don't know about you guys, but it felt like I felt like a teenager again because I couldn't go anywhere. I was bored. I was just on my phone, and, you know, just trying to like find meaning and kill time. Yeah, I don't know, Zach. I think that's a great point because it's like, okay, I love TikTok, but would I be on it as much yeah. as if I had the option to hang out with my friends, go to bars, go to shows? Probably not. 
Yeah, but, and I do. And you're right that like we do just stare at our phones now. And that was very high school. Like we were all the first generation <laughs> to have phones in our high school where we were stuck at home wanting to do more things. So it, it does feel that way. Wow, I'm so sad about that because, <laughs> because fun fact, all of us, because we're all revolving around 30, we are all old enough to have a driver's permit that is the same age as Miss Olivia Rodrigo. So just fun Oh my God, that's terrifying to think about. Zach, you need to keep your mouth closed. (laughs) Perspective, perspective. Well, you know, so as we've said, the song isn't particularly amazing, but it does have a lot of elements of really good female indie pop songs. Like you can hear Taylor Swift in this, you can hear Phoebe Bridgers. So Tanya, what do you think is a good quality of a good heartbreak song? That's such a good question because good pop songs I think about often and I always go back to there's like pop songs that just to me are timeless um, because they do such a good job of synthesizing a really complicated emotion or experience into something that is so digestible and it like almost transforms like something that is painful and like hard to sit with into something that's like not a celebration, but something that like you can express very easily. Like I think about like Katy Perry's teenage dream that I still listen to. I think about a lot of Carly Rae Jepsen's um, catalog and Taylor Swift does a really good job of this that where she doesn't need a lot of like complicated diction or like structure to her music. Um, she can make popular music that sound good and that are extremely relatable because she just gets to the heart of, of the thing. Yeah. You need to get to the heart of it and then you need to be able to belt out the heart of it. Yeah. You need <laughs> to be able to like, ha- like, yeah, you need to be able to like sing it while you're crying and also while you're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's what I want to do tonight. <laughs> Okay, so it seems appropriate to end on this note. You know you've made it when Cardi B starts referencing you. And now that you apparently have a date set to go to McDonald's? Yeah, that's great for both of them. She has a driver's (laughs) license. Uh, Cardi B wants to go to McDonald's. I think that's a perfect friendship. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rooting for them both. And I'm rooting for all of us on TikTok out in this in this new land. Uh, Tanya, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, guys. It was fun. Well, that's it for today. Join us tomorrow for another installment of DM911 with Stephen LeConte. And remember, thanks to Zach, Claire and Dale are now members of the Chipmunk Rescue Rangers. <laughs> you are welcome, Claire and Dale. <laughs> so be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily. Hello. Hello. Hi. Oh my God, I want to come through the screen and hug you. Hey everybody, Jessica Zor here, also known as Vanessa Abrams on Gossip Girl. I am so excited to share my new podcast with you guys. It's called XOXO, and it's a walk down memory lane all about Gossip Girl. I'll chat with some of the cast, crew, fans of the show, and I'm just so pumped for you guys to go on this journey with me. Hi, I'm Ed Westwick. I played Chuck Bass. Is this Michelle Trachtenberg? I'll never tell. Hey, I'm Taylor Momsen, and I played Jenny Humphrey. Hi, I'm Sebastian Stan, and I played... 
Carter Payson. That was one of the reasons I liked the character Jenny so much is that she was very relatable. The whole thing was such a joy for me to do. And I was just so thankful that people responded the way they did to what we were doing. This really was just like wonderful. I like have like warm feelings inside. Yeah, me too. I'm giving you air hugs. Listen to XOXO on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that a success story. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.